to one. I get bookies. Okay, we're back. We made it, Paul. We're back. Rumours of our demise have been grossly exaggerated. We're here with episode 12. We're back, Paul. Season 2. Yeah, baby. It's good to be back. We're back. It's been it's been a hot minute. There's a phrase for you. It's been a hot minute, but we're back with the Get Buckets podcast. We've been quiet. I've been moving house, Paul. It's, it's kept me very, very busy. And some of our listeners may remember that I'm actually a high school teacher, so that it's been a strange time to teach during COVID, so that's kept me very busy too. In fact, small shout out to any of my students if they happen to be uh, listening. So hello to you students, it is indeed me, it wasn't lies, this is my podcast. Now, Paul, have you got a drink? I do have a drink and I've been staring at it the whole time we're doing our, our sound testing and setup. Me and I too. want it so badly, so I'm so happy we got here. Yeah, um, as our listeners may remember, we started doing video chats as we record just so we could see each other because COVID times, which means we have to hide our drinks for this moment. So, Paul, what are you drinking? Oh, I've got a very, very special one. It's a limited edition, um, would you believe? Ooh! Um, it's uh, pineapple and coconut cider uh, for the co-op. Uh, if anyone knows anything about me, it's that I love a pina colada. And this is basically a pina colada, but in cider form. I mean, seriously, I'm going to pour it, because I want it bad. I mean, I am really jealous. Oh. I, lo- I love a pina colada, and I love a cider. Me so too, man. So smashing those things. Wait, is it from co-op? From co-op? That's right, yeah, and it smells Mate, I, I got so a local co-op. I, after the podcast, I'm heading down to co-op. You're going to send me a picture of the <laughs> bottle, yeah, so I know what I'm looking for. Forget, you know what, forget Lilt sponsoring us. Co-op sponsor us. We want this cider for free. Sort us out, Co-op. Giving back to the community. Cooperate with us, Co-op. That's good. Yeah. Give us well, some money I've, gone, booze. I've gone for a very different vibe with my drink this time, Paul. Oh. You've gone cider adventures. I've gone with a straight old English cup of tea. And I'll tell you why. In fact, I'm going to take a slurp. Classic. One moment. Mm. I was audible? considering a drink this evening. Oof. Yeah, audible. Yeah, we heard you. We heard you pouring it. It was quite lovely. Um, I was going to go with a drink tonight. I was planning on going for a drink tonight, um, and I realised, as a Knicks fan, and as the current drama unfolds, and I'm sure we'll get into that in the podcast. The what I need to do now is not over. Need overreact. Just got to keep calm, keep a level head, mm-hmm. have a nice cup of tea, get down to the Winchester, and this will all blow over. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah uh, how is your tea is it good it's pretty good thank you uh, a, a lovely lady mm. in my life made it for me so we're all good 
Now, Paul, with introductions out of the way, you know what time it is, don't you? It's been a long time since we've done it, but do you know what time it is? It's time Tell for me, news. James. It's time for some news. What kind of news? Did you hear the news? Politics? No, the basketball news. Ah. Basketball news. That jingle never gets old. It's so wonderful. So, basketball news. And we have got so much news to talk about because it, it must be a month mm. since we last we lasted a pod and obviously this time in the season lots of things have happened so i got a whole list of things i want to talk about so how about we plow through that and if there's anything i missed you can bring up anything that you want to discuss as well okay so sounds good i want to start before we get to playoffs because obviously the playoffs is something we've got to discuss something else might have been forgotten in all the drama of the playoffs and that's a certain favorite player of both of ours has done a um, a, a big deal of a thing a certain Carmelo Anthony Melo three to the dome is 10th on the all time leading scorers list Paul you know what that means hey. that was for you Melo we're celebrating in your honour congratulations to Melo Hey, he deserves it. He was out of the league, wasn't he? For mm-hmm. uh, was he out of the league for a full season, or did he always manage to come? No, back? No, he he played. I think the first few games with Houston, didn't he? And then they just cut him. And then like he got like blackballed uh-huh. weirdly. And then and then the Blazers picked him up. And you know the scenes I saw on the social media was the whole team got like mellow T-shirts saying like ten for in his name and stuff because he was tenth on the list and made a big deal out of him and. Then fussed him and stuff, and he deserves it, you know. Uh, I'm a Knicks fan. He's faced plenty of criticism because he could be a bit of a selfish player sometimes and all that kind of stuff, but you still have to acknowledge he's one of the best scorers of all time. Even if you're annoyed he doesn't rebound or defend enough or pass enough, as a scorer, dude's a monster. So congratulations to him. I wanted to get that out of the way first before we get on to playoffs because i got a lot to talk about about playoffs, Paul. Okay, a gentle reminder for any new listeners. Paul, you know, I've said a few times that I'm a Knicks fan. I'm, it, Paul's looking at me right now. I've got my Knicks snapback on, one of my many Knicks snapbacks. Uh, Paul has two teams because he's a disgusting person. Um, <laughs> he ha- he was a Bulls fan as a kid, but you have to understand that that's a sad, sad time. A bit like being a Knicks fan up until this season is a sad, sad time to be a Bulls fan. Um, so he also follows the Mavs as well as a, as a big Dirk fan. Um, and the Mavs are facing the Clips in the playoff, Paul. Yeah, interesting because I, I like I, I love Kawhi Leonard. So when they mm. matched up, I was like, oh god damn it! I have all the matchups. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm all on Mavs. I'm, I'm riding the Mavs, and they're playing, they're playing really well when Luca's on the court. When he's not on the court, <laughs> it's a different story. But you know, some of the guys are doing pretty well. Like um, yeah. KP's been doing all right in most games. Last game he was a bit, bit shit. Um, Hardaway Junior. He's been he's been better than. Anyone expected, I think. I know you he's, don't like Hardaway Jr. No, it's not that I don't like Hardaway Jr. I don't think it was worth the contract we gave him that you ended up taking off us. I like him as like a second or third option on your team. He's, he's a great scorer, especially coming off the bench. It's not that I dislike him at all. I quite like him. Um, my particular favourite thing about him currently is the Mavs fan memes about him. Have you read any of these? I one of my, fav- my favourites I read, it said... Um, Oh, so glad we traded for Hardaway Jr. Pity we had to take on that KP throwing contract with it, though. 
that, that was that was my my favorite Twitter tweet. <laughs> Like yeah, that's oh. sort of where it's at when you look at how the team's playing. It does seem that way. Like it was to get rid of. We were trying to get rid of the Hardaway Junior contract, but it seems like we're trying to get rid of KP yeah. the way they're playing. Um, in fairness to KP, the first two games he actually was he was he was solid. He was pretty good. Last game though, he was he wasn't very good. Well, I have some facts and stats for you, my friend. Because of course, of course do. you do. Because you hate KP. <laughs> uh, he's a turncoat, man. He's a turncoat. He he did a lot of a lot of bullshit. Uh, to my team while he was here and pulled a lot of sort of bitch moves including at one point randomly tweeting just the word clippers with the eyes you know the eyes emoji thing Mm -hmm. and then claiming that oh yeah it was hooked so it's even funnier that you know he's come up against the clips but anyway let's move on he was watching a game he was watching a clippers game on TV he was watching sure I mean if that's the case why would he say he was hacked does someone hack it to say that he was watching it? This is rubbish. Yeah, it's because he doesn't like watching Clippers. <laughs> don't, I don't like watching basketball ever. This I was hacked. Uh, right. A few interesting points from this series. Uh, the Mavs went up 2-0, which mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think anyone Shocking, saw coming. I, I mean, early in the season, Luca couldn't buy a bucket. He looked like, he, he looked like he'd had a few buckets of chicken. That's it. He took a while to get back into it, didn't he? Yeah. conditioning needed. But that's what there was that interview with him early in the season where he was like, "Well, I was never slim. That's not really my game." It was like fair play. Um, so that was interesting. Uh, my next thing that's come out quite nicely is that Lucas shouting too damn small to Pat Bev after scoring on him. Did you see this? No. It, it come out that people caught footage of him saying "too damn small" at Pat Bev guarding him and just basically walked through him to the basket. He did it and it went it went viral. And then he did it again in the second game. Pat Bev again scored and was a too damn small. It's like, oh, Luca, Luca going at Pat Bev. I'm not sure he's the guy you want to wind up. That's Russell Westbrook. Here's a question. Here's a question for you, James. When I was watching the latest Mavs game, Luca on the offensive end is just so complete and makes it so effortless. Is he potentially the best offensive player of all time? Moving right now, but in the next, if he keeps going, offensive player. I mean. You know I've been a fan of his for years. I, I wanted the Knicks to draft him. When everyone was talking about European bust, I was like, no, this guy's going to be good. He's he's going to be good. Um, I still see a lot of Larry Bird in him. Larry Bird wasn't athletic. He wasn't, you know, yeah. overly muscular. God, he had an IQ and he could pass and he could shoot and he could do everything. He had good size, you know. And I definitely see that vibe from him. I think he could definitely be the best European player of all time. And that's saying a lot because you've got Dirk. You know, you've got um, is it Stojakovic was a big deal? Petrovic was a big yeah. deal. Um, so you know, there's been a lot of good European players, a lot of busts as well, but there's been some good ones. But I mean, he is so good. He, you know, depending on his trajectory, he could end up in the goat conversation. He isn't now, and he'd have, you know a lot would have to go right, but it's not out of the realms of possibility for him. So, mm. could he be the greatest defensive player of all time? It's it's possible. It's definitely possible. But you know he's got to jump past Jordan to do that, and Jordan is in fact a monster. <laughs> but if you keep dropping numbers like he has been, maybe especially in the West, and I know the East is a lot more competitive now, but the West is always is stacked. Um, mm. So yeah, the two down small. The next thing I wanted to say is Luca dropped forty four in the loss in Game Three. 44. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On a nothing note. else. nothing else. KP well, can buy a bucket. Quiz right. question, just... Paul. Quiz question. How many points do you think KP got in 34 minutes in that game? It wasn't a lot. I think it was like six. He got nine. He went three of ten, one of four from three. 
Yeah, I thought it was worse, honestly. 34 minutes, good. 9 points. Ooh, it's not good. Um, um, the next point on my list literally just says, KP still trash slash third man. <laughs> you hate KP so much. I do, yeah. Because he, he pulled, oh. like, we talked about this endlessly, he pulled some bullshit moves and um, I love Luca. I want Luca to do well with KP sucking. That's like the aim. Like I want to see KP end up like as the third man, and it seems that way at the moment. Um, another point from this, more clips focused. Uh, playoff P again. Are what we, about playoff P? Is are he we back? Looking at, is he back? Is he back? I don't think so. <laughs> no, you think Paul George is doing okay? He's doing fine, but like the whole playoff P thing is like a bit. Bit of shit. <laughs> it's interesting because I haven't I haven't watched this series. I've just looked at like news and stuff, and there was a lot of people showing low light clips of Paul George just missing jumpers. Yeah, he like his last game was good, twenty nine points, but I feel like he's not worthy of a playoff special name. He's not been that good in playoffs to have a oh no 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 but, like that. yeah, but the thing is that his name isn't because he's been good. His name has been, he's so bad that Paul George doesn't turn off, playoff P does, who can't buy a bucket. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. an insult. Oh. Yeah. So, has playoff P come back, Paul? It, yeah, well, maybe at the start of the playoffs, yeah. Maybe things have turned around now. Maybe it's turned around. Uh, I want to comment up. something on this. Um, I saw a rumour. Apparently, Kawhi Leonard is very good friends with Jimmy Butler and will consider a move to uh, Miami. Off topic, but I mean, he keeps turning up. Yeah, but you know which team he'd suit very well. Uh, Bulls. The goddamn New York Knicks, baby. He would fit in real <laughs> nice with us. Coach Thibodeau. We got defense. We got ball movement. Julius could use a use someone with him. Oh, that'd be beautiful. And we've got the cap it space would to work do well. it. That would work well. We could use someone at that three spot. But anyway, let's move on. Um, the only other point I'd say about the Mass Clip series, because I didn't watch it, so you can expand on this more than me, is just uh, Kawhi poster dunked on Kleber. Did you see this? Is that this what I picture I sent you? Is this? Oh, it could be. It could. I saw the footage of that it. Was though, game... he, he just went straight down the lane and full on foul line, one hand dunked on your on your power forward. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, yeah. I think that was unless it's done it again but game one or game two he did that and it was it was a nasty dunk it was yeah. like a proper big man you're breaking a rib sort of dunk you know what I loved about it is it's nasty it's a full on poster but Kawhi didn't look like he was trying he's just like yep boop just gonna place this in with zero effort I'll just hold it with my giant claw of a hand that's Kawhi in it in a nutshell yeah. just like he just yeah. Like he's on casual, he's like cruising around, you know, yeah. very Ca- casually very posterizing a power forward. Yeah, gonna head back to You're defense nasty. now. Yeah, oh man, that that is the last point I have about this game, Paul. Is there anything you want to add about Mavs clips? Because you might know more as a Mavs fan. Uh, not really. It's like it's so much is on Luca's back. I feel like decentish team, but it's, he needs like another guy who can just like <laughs> I'll take the ball for a second. Uh, Would you okay. trade KP hey, oh, for say, want- a two guard? Yeah, why? Well, it was funny. Um, in the last game, they literally the coach made one of the players foul somebody else on the court so they would get Luca back in in the second quarter. I, that doesn't happen like that early yeah. on in the game. They were so desperate getting back in, literally foul somebody and mm. get him back in. Did you see KP get his ankle broken? 
Oh, I was gonna text you about that. Yeah. Yeah, playoff P got him. <laughs> yeah, playoff P got him and and the um I think the injury to his knee, you know, there was a lot of rumours coming out that he was struggling to get in a proper defensive stance. I think he's lost that unicorn like quickness that he had that he shouldn't have had at his size. I think it's gone. So I do think what he can be has definitely changed. He can still be a great player. But that kind of unicorn nickname, I feel like he's going to fall away if he doesn't really turn it around. Aside from my biases, that's just like just my observations aside from the hatred. But yeah, he got his ankle broken. I actually actually quite like unicorn for him now even more because unicorns don't exist. Yeah. And that KP no longer exists. Yeah, he's gone, isn't he? He's gone. He's, he's basically just a stretch four who's 38. Um, that's the end of my observations for the Mavs. Um, if you were going to trade KP for someone to, to put someone at Staluka, who would you go for? First off, who would take him? No offense. Um, the problem is, is that yeah, um, he's not. Go- You're gonna have to throw some in. You're gonna have to do some at maybe yeah, draft yeah. picks. I, they will struggle, but I think a small forward are quite good. I know Luca plays like guard and wing, but you haven't got. Or, you got is it Finney Smith or something, something like that? Yeah. He, he's the uh, wing is he's decent, but he needs someone who can who can hold the ball, but doesn't need the ball. That someone like Clay Thompson would be great. Obviously not Clay Thompson; he's yeah. not going to him. But you want a someone shooter. who plays like that, who can dribble the ball, who can shoot, can catch and shoot. You know, you want someone who plays the curl play and can shoot or drive from the curl. Yeah. That's what every team wants, though, isn't it? Like it's hard to get. Like the Knicks have been yeah. running Reggie Bullock in that role, and actually he's been great. But he is like a bit like a poor man's Clay Thompson. Everyone wants Clay Thompson. Um, I don't know who else you've really got in the league that you know that's gonna. There's, there's, mm, you go for JJ Redick. Yeah, but he's old now, man. He's he's he he's old. almost done, you know. Um, a curveball doesn't quite fit, but Zach Levine. Well, as you mentioned to me on WhatsApp, he sold his Chicago home. Is he available again? Yeah. And he has become yeah. a bit of a shooter, like low key. Like he used to be a dunker and a driver, and all of a sudden, like soft touch, he can shoot. Or the other options for Luca are just lots of bigs who can shoot because then you can pick and rolls and pick and pops. Mm. Um, players like that are very good. Like I feel like um, he needs someone that when he's not on the court can be your primary ball handler, like a player off the, the bench. That is the issue. Yeah. Someone who can actually score. I mean, annoyingly, he, he went to the Celtics, but like Kemba would have been amazing. Like stagger their yeah. minutes so that when Lucas sits Kemba's on, but also have a bit of crossover, like that'd be amazing. Can shoot, can dance on people, can pick and roll. Love a bit of Kemba. It's just sad that he's at the Celtics. Although speaking of Kemba, he has he has lost it a bit, hasn't he? He's not the Kemba he was two years ago yeah. even. Yeah, you're right. It's hard, you know, if you're running the Mavs, it seemed like getting KP was the perfect match, but it just doesn't seem that way. Like I don't actually know who you would put with Luca, but I do think he's so good that people will want to come and play with him. So you might get people in free agency. So, you know, he's de- definitely a player in free agency. Now you've got Luca, but I think KP's contract is actually a big problem. Spent silly oh, yeah. money on yeah, him yeah, and he's yeah. doing nothing. Yeah, It's just true, but it won't last forever. And, you know, what, what he needs is, what Luca needs next to him is like a big guy who can shoot do picks and then a wing or guard type player who can also handle the ball and catch and shoot so you really a Clay Thompson and a Kevin Love is what he's something you know what about you man in, um, in the Bulls who kind of got sidelined a little bit by your new coach your stretch four the hey. Finnish guy 
Yeah, yeah, name? Larry Markinen. Markinen, like di- yeah. It was a discount KP, mm. but now... Now he's better than KP, to be honest, because KP's legs are a bit gone. You don't see KP dribbling on fools anymore. He could never post. Like, his only post move was his height. Like, he'd get it and shoot. But now he doesn't have those drib- off-the-bounce kind of things that made him so unique. He can catch and shoot, for sure. But if his shot's off, he's not giving you much anymore. He's not fast enough to run off curls, but I think Markinen probably could, which is a bit weird for a four, isn't it? You could probably run the curl play with Markinen. Yeah, he's, he's wasted in the balls as well. Not using him very well. They tried to make yeah. him someone that he's not. They basically got him just to shoot threes constantly, which he can do, but also he's good in the post. So he had more than just shooting threes, and they kind yeah. of just stuck him to that role. Was like, wasted. Yeah, so I suppose that's a, a sort of a hot take, is we, we want to see... We want to see Lowry go to the Mavs, apparently. Uh, yeah, I'm in for that. Ooh, that's hot, that's hot, that's hot. It's a hot take. It's been a while since we've had a hot take. Okay, I'm going to move on because we're, we're pushing for time. The next series I want to talk about is the Celtics and the Nets. Surprise win from Boston, I thought, because he lost. Yeah. Yep. Who's their guard? Brown. Jalen Brown? Jalen Brown, yeah. I thought without him, it's going to be maybe a sweep because it's, you know, Celtics yeah. are good, but like, I haven't got that much. I mean, and it seems like anytime the Nets might struggle, you can just give it to any one of those three and they can go off because they're, they're silly good on offense, you know. Um, then my first my first bullet point just says, Celtics took a win to make it interesting. Yeah, it's all down to Tatum. He went off game. for 50. He did that, though, 10 days ago in the play-in. Mm, dude is a stud. Like, coming into yep. the league, I remember I was talking with, uh, it was Dan, who's another Knicks fan that hopefully we'll get on the pod sometime. Shout out to Dan. Dan O, I know you're out there and you listen to us, so hello. Uh, I was talking to him the year of the draft with Tatum, and I'd said, and I think it was, was it the Sixers had, no, the Celtics had the first pick, and they traded down to the third pick with the Sixers to give the Sixers the first pick, because they basically concluded that they were going to choose Tatum first. They might as well take him third. You know, and everyone could go for what's his name, who had that weird hips and couldn't shoot when he came in, but was a big the, the point guard uh, Fultz, Markel Fultz was the consensus uh, first pick. So they wisely traded down and got him. And I, I was like, I would have traded my arm away to get Tatum because I just saw I just saw Young Mellow. That's what I saw. I was like, oh man, this boy can score. He can do a bit of everything. His handle's beautiful. Oh man, good player. He's Hate built he plays for, for modern NBA as well. Yeah, he's so good. He's like the he's the prototypical modern wing. He's so good. Yeah. Um, quiz question, Paul. Can the Nets guard anyone? <laughs> I feel like uh, no. Uh, is my answer. I feel like Kevin Durant will get some blocks because Durant likes a showy moment. Yeah. Um, Harden, That's the LeBron thing, sort of isn't it? Get there. a highlight. Get a highlight. Yeah, yeah. Harden will stand there and probably point at somebody else, being like, "You came." But Harden's built almost like Charles Barkley. He should be getting boards, man. Use that butt. He doesn't try on on mm-hmm. defense that much. Oh, it seems he doesn't try. He saves himself mm-hmm. offense. Um, mm-hmm. Carrie's too busy burning sage. Yeah, he's burning sage on the side and doing a mantra and a chant of some kind. Uh, Blake Griffin, who I still like, has doesn't have any defense. No. His, uh, legs, are his legs his knees can't do that anymore. He can still get up and dunk, but 
but you can't do that kind of side to side lateral movement that when your knees get old they start to go I know that has happened to me um, yeah. the, ne the next point I had after the can the Nets guard anyone is another quiz question pop could the Nets guard a donut from a toddler Oh, let me let me uh, delve into this. Are they are they stopping the toddler getting the donut, or are they trying to get it away from the toddler? The toddler is hungry. The donut mm. is on the kitchen side. Mm. The toddler really likes donuts, but isn't allowed one. And they've got the Brooklyn Nets to stop him. I think they probably could, you know, because you know, Kevin Durant would do some Instagram posts or Twitter posts that causes a stir. Which distracts the baby a little bit. James Harden probably stepped back onto the donut, ruining it a little bit. Um, <laughs> you can't tread on that's a foul. You can't tread on the donut. And and, and Kyrie will accidentally pack it in his bag and go to Toronto and have a party. <laughs> Ooh, so no, I thought they won't get a donut. Uh, Ooh, shots is, um, shots fired. Fired. <laughs> Oh, the pina colada side has gone straight to Paul's head. He's throwing shade <laughs> at Kyrie. In fact, he's not throwing shade, he's throwing like sage at Kyrie. I like Kyrie. I know he had that a difficult part at the start of the year. He was going to a difficult yeah. place. Yeah, I so. like Kyrie as well, but he is a weirdo. He's so weird. He's good yeah. entertainment, though. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think the Nets could uh, guard a donut from a toddler. I don't think James Harden will step back into the donut by mistake. Or? No, uh, James Harden would uh, show no interest because that's de defense. He'd be like, whoa, 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 when do I Wait. eat the donut? I'm gonna say, yeah, James Harden might eat it first. So, nah, it's not his possession. He's got to wait till someone gives it, it to that, him though. and says, "Go at it." Have you had it? Uh, Kevin Durant won't be paying attention because, uh, quite simply, he'll be using his burner accounts on Twitter to argue with people who say he's overrated. Uh, and Kyrie won't go near it because the toddler will tell him it's haunted. There you go. Yeah. So I'm, I'm putting it to you that not only can the Nets guard no one, they couldn't guard a donut from a toddler. Ooh, shots fired! Shots fired! What's next, James? What's next? Uh, before I move past Celtics and Nets, I have to do my typical me moment ago. Marcus Smart dropped 23. Go on, Marcus Smart. I love Marcus Smart. I like I love Marcus as well. He's good. He's the absolute boy. I, like I hey, hate. He would work with Luca. Marcus Smart would be great with Luca. Interesting thought. I mean, I, you know, I I said a few weeks back that I think he'd improve any team, and that would definitely bring some defense at the guard spot, which might free Luca up a little bit to sort of take some time off on defense, though. Because let's face it, Luca can drop forty-four and lose, which really sucks, but he can. I mean, you look at the surrounding people around him, it's not really like a, a gallery of names, is it? No. I mean, who is Kleber, other than the guy who got dunked on by Kawhi? You can shoot some threes. Cool, and get dunked on by Kawhi. Uh, what's next? Um, right, the Miami Heat and the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh. There's, a, there's a lot of stuff to unpack here, Paul. Um, game one, the Bucks win 132-98. to 98. Okay. Oh my god. Are you ready? I got I got some facts for you. Jimmy scored ten points in thirty-two minutes. Ten points. What do you think his plus minus is? Do you know what a plus minus is a stat? Yeah. What do you think his plus minus is? In that game. 
What do I think it is? Uh, minus 25? I don't know. Minus 34. Oof. For the period of time he's on the court, the team will lose 34 points, basically. Uh, additionally, in that game, Tyler Hero, how many points do you think he got? Mr. He's the I biggest hear, steal. Why struggling. did the Knicks pass on him? Oh, he's going to be a superstar. Forget Tatum. It's about Hero. All the Miami Heat. Mines. How many points do you think he scored in that game? He didn't do well. Seven? Four. Oh, oh that's brutal. It's brutal. Um, and these are just facts. I'm not even throwing shade. Just saying the facts. Let's move on oh. to game two. Game two had the Bucks beat the Heat. 113 to 84. It's still bad. Marginally better. But it's bad. Jimmy scored 19 when he was on the floor. What do you think his plus minus is? What did they lose by? Uh, uh, 113 to 84. Um, he's got to be minus like 24. Eight or something. It's got to be a Ooh, very close. Negative 26. Yeah, not good. Uh, how many oh. points do you think Tyler Hero scored in this game? I'm sticking with seven. Nine points. Max him. Get the max contract in. Get it in. Do you know what, though? I, it's, I found that was the hardest series because I want Bucks to go through because I think Bucks with yeah. a better team deserves yeah. to go through. Yeah. I want to beat the Nets. Mm. But I, I do like this Heat team. From like last, you know, the last year's final Heat team. Mm. Um, so it, it, it's sad. I thought we might get at least Game Six, but yeah. Um, Do you think that run in the bubble was because they have a togetherness that worked when they lived together? They were like a brotherhood. But the minute you get the kind of away games, home games, that that unique thing might have just sort of like the stars aligned for them. And actually, once people scouted them, they went, "Hold on a minute, Tyler Hero, he's well easy to shut down." That's probably a lot of it, in fairness. Mm. Um, I also think they lost a lot when they lost um, G- uh, Crowder. Mm. Yeah. I know he's not like a star, but he... he t- no, but he's, like, a, he's, he's, promote, he's like, a quiet, No one can guard deal. Giannis. Yeah. Like, Crowder could Crowder's do that. Crowder's moved around a lot, and best, I, always, but... I always feel like the teams that have him underrate him. Like, I really... Oh, I think Crowder's yeah. very good. Um, it's a weird one. As a Knicks fan, I hate the Heat. So, fine by me, but I just think there's some interesting stats there. Like, Jimmy got, scores 10 in the first game? Mm. Negative 34. Ooh, don't look good. It don't look good. But when you lose by, like, 50, it's going to happen. <laughs> now, those are my main bullet points about the playoffs. I know this other series we'll, we'll briefly touch on, but those are the ones I'm kind of aware of the drama in. Uh, but I wanted to talk a little bit about the Lakers and the Suns. Now, I haven't followed this at all. I've just kind of looked at what's happened and I'm under the impression that the Lakers are up 2-1 to one in the series but apparently Chris Ball's injured again. I'm not too sure. I, I saw the first game he got hit in the neck by his own, own teammate effectively but he played through it. I'm not sure what happened since then. Uh, I've not seen anything. Is he injured properly now? Uh, is it the I, same thing? I mean, I, I mostly saw one. memes saying you, you know that, um, is it James Franco meme where he's like about to be hung and he's like, first time? Um, there was a load of people going, Chris Paul, injured just when you need him most, first time. <laughs> like, uh, so I assume he's Every time, again. isn't it? Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's every time. And it's really sad because CP3, great player. 
Um, and if it's, it's the, if it's the elbow and the neck thing from his own teammate, it'd be mad because I remember the Clippers one year, they were like one of the favourites. He broke his finger yeah. on his teammate's jersey. Like, yeah. What are the chances of like... Stop, stop getting injured by your again. own teammates, Chris Paul. What are you doing? Yeah, no, I mean, that, that sucks because... The Lakers had to come in via the, the play-in games, which is just an absolute joy, yeah. um, because I just think that's wonderful. Um, I don't have much to say other than I like, I'd like to see Phoenix go through. I think Devin Booker's an absolute stud. Uh, I like some of the players around him. I like Chris Paul, even though he's annoying as hell. I think he's a great player. So I would like to see Phoenix do well, because I think they deserve it. But without Chris Paul, I, I think I think they go out. What do you think? I, I think that as well. I think they got super unlucky that the Lakers like dropped to seventh because LeBron yeah. and AD weren't there, and then they got those two back right yeah. when they're about to play them. That's just so unlucky. I also think Golden State Warriors should have beaten them in that playing game. Did you watch the playing game, Golden State? Versus... No, I heard about it. I heard it. So it, it was a, it was a good one. Yeah, I was busy. I've been moving house, so I haven't been able to keep up with everything. Always keep up with the Knicks, of course, but I, I do try and keep up with some of the key games, but. I just oh LeBron annoys me so much. I struggle to watch him because he's just such a cornball. <laughs> he's just a cornball man. Like you know, like when you look back at Jordan's era, you'll see him like dunking a fool and just like celebrating in their face, like in your face. You know, he's ultra competitive. LeBron, you see him like make a block, and then there's a moment where you can see him like side eye and look, and he knows the camera is there. Then he'll do some pose. Like, aha, it's out there. And I'm like, oh, you're such a cornball. That isn't what you wanted to do. You wanted to just just walk off. You don't need whatever it is you think you're impressing everyone with. You look like a cornball. Like, just stop. Yeah. You know, he he, he started a scuffle with Frank Nilakina when the Knicks were nothing. He played bottle flip on the side of the Garden Arena floor. when he was on the bench and then tweeted I'm the king of New York and all this and you're like dude we hate you you came to the garden and played bottle flip on the side laughing and when the bottle went on the court you giggled and pulled it back like a school kid he's a cornball he's a cornball playing the social media game he's not the goat come at me Twitter (laughs) shots fired there James tell me yeah but a lot of that is factual that's just stuff that happened I'm saying that those things are corny and staged and I think it's all to try and give across the impression that he's like Jordan competitive he wants to belittle other people I'm like no he's not like Jordan he's a great role model Jordan wasn't you know Jordan was flawed in many ways he's a fantastic role model he does lots of stuff for community I respect all that stuff but stop with the cornball antics like this isn't you and we know it do people agree with me come at me on Insta come at me at Twitter tell me what you think um, anything else about the playoffs? Before we get to the Knicks, I've saved that for a whole a whole thing of its own, Paul. I just want to say, um, uh, I've been sleeping on the 76ers this, this season. Even now, I'm kind of like, 76ers? Are they yeah. the top seed? They're playing really well, but my yeah. brain... The, Embiid the for MVP, I believe, is the, is the, is the, is the, the message. Say that again, sorry? I believe Embiid has been an absolute monster. Um, yeah. And Embiid for MVP is, is very much out there in the voting, isn't it? Um, yeah, I reckon he'll be third or maybe second. But I think the biggest change for me is uh, Simmons. Basically, yeah. Simmons no longer really is looking to score a lot. He gets rebounds, assists. He does score, 
but he's almost playing like he's taking a step back and sort of doing what he yeah, has to do to make the team and better. And he's become a little bit of the second man, hasn't he? I think he said, okay, I'm the beta and the alpha is Embiid. And I think we had a whole discussion about this in one of our games. Who would you build around one or the other? And I think we both went with Embiid. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't have the appropriate jingle for this, so I'm going to play the only one I have. Yet again, James has been proven correct. And Paul, also correct. Yeah, I was going to say, and if I add it, Paul as well. Um, so we, we could both have that Sonic the Hedgehog sample. Because uh, I think I think it just makes more sense. Embiid is such a whole player, and um, Simmons is fantastic at some things and severely limited because he can't shoot. If he could shoot, he could be a LeBron-type player, like a little bit of everything. He could be amazing. But the dude just isn't working hard enough on his shoot. But I, I like, with Simmons' moment, how he's not... There's no ego like, oh, I've got a score. Like, he's very much... No. If I'm needed yeah. to score, I'll score. If I'm not, then I won't score. He's not, like, after my own stats. He's going for yeah. team wins rather than stats, yeah. which is great. And, that, you know, a lot of that is down to coaching as well, uh, which, uh, of course, yeah. it's, Doc, it's Doc Rivers now, isn't it? Um, and he seems yeah, to be doing yeah. a great job. Um so yeah, I don't hate the Sixers, so it's nice to see them doing well. Um, and it's nice to see so many teams in the East looking good. You know, it was a while mm-hmm. back there was only one team in the East, really, and now there's a fair few. Um, the next thing I want to talk about in basketball news before I move on to my rants section is fans, okay? Have you seen some of the drama with fans this week? I've seen the two things. Is it yeah. you know, Popcorn and Westbrook? And then someone yeah. spat, I think, on Trey Young, which I hadn't, hadn't seen, but yeah. I, I heard about yeah, so Popcorn uh, on Westbrook, and he reacted big time. Oh, yeah. Um, and disgustingly, a guy spat on Trey Young. And, and for the record, I think both teams have found out who this was. And I think the person who put the Popcorn on was a season ticket holder and has the season taken from them. And the person who spat on Trey Young was not a season ticket holder. They've identified him and banned him. Um, so great responses from the teams. Um, but. What is going on? Have they not seen what happened at the palace? You know, the malice at the palace was the. Do you, do you remember oh, this? Yeah. Where it all kicked off, and it was because yeah. someone threw. Was it the bottle or something at um, at Ron Artest? The fans, and he went at yeah. them. You know, because these people are human. You know, I just don't think fans have the right to do that. Um, mm. and I hope that's not going to continue. I hope it's kind of like the kind of oh, COVID's over. Look, we're back, and it was a little bit over exaggeration, over excitement. At, the game's coming back. I really hope it was that. Um, but both of those in- instances were just disgusting. Like, It's, it's weird, isn't it? Because like, we all want our team to win. We all want to have good games. Yeah. But I, it blows my mind that someone was spitting somebody else because they play against your team. Like, it's just a game in the day. Yeah. It's a fun game. We want to win, but it's just yeah. a game. I mean, I mean, firstly, it's gross. Don't do it. But also, we're in the middle of a pandemic where spreading viruses <laughs> has been like the message about, you know, cleanliness. Don't spit on people. What are you doing? What are you doing? So, was, was it mid-game? I haven't seen the video. It was mid-game, and the videos it's not very clear, because you see the person, and then the camera comes down a little bit, and he's out of shot, so you don't see his face, you just see his chest, and then you see the spit kind of come down and drop on Trey's shoulder, and I don't think Trey even notices it. I think someone else has picked up on it, and that's really good, because I don't think he noticed. I think he was just like moving. It hit him like on the back shoulder, so I don't know. I didn't see him notice or say anything. But it's nice that someone looking at that feed reported it, chased it up, dealt with it. I don't know who that was, but obviously I'm happy about it. But gross, man. Whoever that is, mm. screw you, dude. Stop spitting on people. 
Yeah, I feel like the popcorn one as well is also <laughs> disgusting, but I feel like you can almost, a moment, a lapse of judgment, just chuck some popcorn and run away. To spit yeah. in somebody is like a mm. whole other level. Well, did you see the popcorn incident though? Because he didn't just chuck a bit of popcorn. Uh, he strategically okay. pours it along like a canopy. Have you not seen it? So oh, you know the tunnel no, they that. walk through and it has like the kind of soft canopy over it. The guy sits behind that and it's diagonal and you see him pouring his entire bag along it like a chute to land on him. And Russ is going in through the tunnel and Russ is like fighting with his own guys to come back out to go at him. And I'm like, I'm not surprised. Yeah, it was just, like, just after Russ got injured, right? He hurt his ankle and he's yeah. walking off. He's walking off. Even more and disgusting. You're in a, like an ultra competitive state. Something hits you on your head from above you. Your natural reaction is probably to swing. Like, you know, you've got you've got the adrenaline running, you yeah. the testosterone running, you're frustrated because you're off the court. You've, you know, if someone taps you on the back of your head, even if you don't know what it is, you're going to swing. You're going to turn and be like, what that is it? You don't know it's popcorn. You just feel something, yeah. you know? Especially Russ. Russ, like, he... He would punch the rim, like, if he could. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Russ is built like a wall. Yeah, yeah. The dude is one hundred and seventy-five percent muscle, and the other seven hundred and thirty-five percent competitiveness. It's accurate maths for Russ because he's a very strange man. Um, moving on from the negative thing of fans, I want to get into some of the glory of fans because. We as English people, we know about kind of terrorist chants that happen in English football with the banter and some of the wind-up stuff we get. Have you heard some of the stuff that fans have been doing to Trey Young? I have seen a lot of it, and uh, my brain is kind of like, what point does it verge on bullying, you know? Yeah, like, because they've gone physical with him. It's been Trey is balding has been the chant, and the memes have been pictures of, you know when you drop a lollipop on the carpet and it gets fur on it? Oh, and they've been like putting Trey Young's jersey on it, and I know it's really bad and it's cyberbullying, but it's so funny. <laughs> oh my god, I quite know what to do with it. And did you see that? Basically, he's become the enemy of the garden now. Did you see what he said at the end of the game we won, the last one in New York? He said, "I'll see you in the A," and he did this like upside down V thing to imply the A, like I'll see you in Atlanta. But of course, if I say I'll see you in the A, I mean. <laughs> I don't. I don't immediately assume you mean I'll see you in Atlanta. Do you know what I'm saying? That's, oh that, my god! Like he says it so aggressively, it like he he's again. like, yeah, like he's really street. Like see you in the A, and I'm like, dude, what? Do you call it that? What happened to ATL? What happened to like, the Dirty South? You know, I'll see you in Atlanta. I'll see you in the A. Like, what the fuck is that? And he basically said it to Julius, like when they just won. He said it right up to Julius. So this this dude, he, he like he's got a competitive streak. He shushed the crowd at the end of the first one. The crowd were chanting at him. He went, I'll see you in the A, whatever the A is. I don't want to see you in the A. Gross. We said no spitting. I also don't want to see any a in. The guy is, is <laughs> playing so well, though, isn't he? Oh, he's, he's very, no very way. good. Yeah, he's, he's very, very good. Uh, I mean, the main problem, I don't like his kind of ghost fouls. He's pulling the James Harden ghost fouls. If he took that away, I'd love him as a player. Because his passing's incredible. A lot of people go on about his deep shooting, but I actually think his playmaking's his best his best feature. I think he's a better playmaker than shooter. The main problem I've got is that he started hooking over people's arms as he goes around screen, screens and then lifting up with their arm hooked and going, Ugh. which is disgusting to see. Uh, because obviously they cut that out with Harden because refs picked up on it. But he's just doing it at the moment. You know, it's one thing to kind of go up through the arm or through the chest and be like, ah, oh, you, you know, send me to the line, I've been clever. But to hook the arm as you go around the screen of your trailing defender, then go up, 
that's a foul. Like, you, you can't yeah. do that. So, dirty. you know, I, I find it hard to like him as a player because I dislike him as a person so much. Uh, but he's a really, really good player and he's playing really well. And, you know, he killed us in the last few seconds of the first game. He, he won it in the last, what, 1.5 seconds or something. Um, with a lot of pressure in the garden, respect, you know. But to come back and say, see you in the A. I mean, someone needs to talk to him, like, from his PR team and be like, don't say that. It's a terrible don't thing. Don't say that but ever again. <laughs> it's like, is, have you seen his celebration he does where he, like, rubs his shoulders like he's cold as no. well? Yeah, this is his thing. And it's because his nickname is, are you ready? Ice Tray. Ice Tray. Is that a joke? No, that's his actual... So he celebrates by rubbing his arms. And, and, and it's Ice Tray and see you in the A. I mean, can we all take a moment to understand how cringy this is? Ice Tray is too much. That's yeah. too much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's a glorious pun. You wouldn't live by it. And you definitely wouldn't do this celebration. It's you know, I just I just can't. I'd be on his own team, like, dude, just just stop, move back to like the three point celebration. You know, yeah. hold them up, even do the three point arrows. These are all good. Ice tray is weird. Yeah, I'm not a fan of anyone who has their own like, like like classic celebration, unless it's like small. Like Mellow's got the three to the dome. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Dame's got the Dame time, but they're quite small. Just tap your wrist, Think, mm. not like a whole body. Like just tap and, your wrist. And he and he does dome. it a lot. Like it's not like he, yeah. he does it a lot. So it's clearly a brand thing. It's, yeah. I mean, I'm going to move on because I want to get to the rant section. Um, that wasn't the rant section. <laughs> that wasn't the rant section. That was just me talking about fans. The tray is balding thing, and you just completely reminded me that um, you needed to know about ice tray. Uh, no, so it's rant time. I gotta talk. I gotta talk about my New York Knicks, okay? Mm. And like, the temptation is to go negative here, but like I said, I started with my cup of tea. In fact, I'm gonna take a slurp right now because it's no time to panic. Have a little sneaky slurp of the tea. Okay, that was my last one because I got some things to say. At this moment in time, let's start with this. <sighs> The Knicks were supposed to be bad this season. The Knicks were supposed to be Knicks doing Knicks stuff and all the kind of lol Knicks stuff. You know, both me and you thought the Bulls would be better than the Knicks this season because Zach Levine took a big jump and Julius had a horrible season last year. Horrible. The Knicks have had a stellar season and they made the playoffs, baby. We are the New York Knicks. We are the New York Knicks. We're here, baby. Fourth seed. Zach, top seed as well, like the top half. Fourth seed, yeah. Fourth seed is incredible, you know. Um, Julius, most improved player, and I saw the voting, and it was like, I think every first round vote was Julius. Well, I mean, he's, he's been absolutely incredible. And to move on a little bit to my rant, the temptation now is to be like, lol, Nick's, because let's face it, Julius and Ajibara have fallen off a cliff in this playoff series. Like Julius had yeah. one good half and saved one of our games to split at home. But you know, we, we can't win with our two best scorers going like one for fifteen, one for seventeen. Like, you know, you're gonna lose when you do that, especially against a team that's full of full of good players. For the record, the Hawks were supposed to be good this season. Like That's true. They yeah. built a core and then they 
plowed in free agents around it. So, you know, they're they're a stacked team. Like they are deep. When you see the people coming off their bench, it's 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 brutal. But I think it's time to buy low on the Knicks. The stock is low. I think they're coming. I I think this game has aggravated them. Julius looked angry. He looked distraught, and he's going to look angry. He pulverized them in the main season. He went for 40-something. Now, I took a little bit of a moment to look back at some of the highlights from the game. And I see why he's struggling, actually. Julius has spent the season adjusting to doubles and being a better playmaker out of doubles. But Nate McMillan, the coach of the Hawks, has done a really clever thing. He's not quite doubled. What he's chosen to do is always put a wing on Julius. And Julius, big boy with a dribble move, he can go past a wing, he can bully a wing, and he can go past and cause trouble. Instead of doubling, they've constantly got Capella like a step and a half away. Like hedging towards him, but with a gap between the wing that's on him and Capella. The temptation is to move into that gap, sweep low, go past your wing, power past him, but then he runs into a brick wall. Then he is doubled. He's not quite doubled at the start. So when he gets the ball, he has to just move it. Or if he tries anything, he ends up running into a double real quick. But I think they've put the three on him to tempt him to do it. I think it's actually a really clever defensive scheme. And I think that we need to do something different. Or we're going home. You know, um, this is on coaching now. This is on the coach. Yeah, you say, show us what coaching can do. Mm. Yeah. But I just thought that was really clever because all season... Julius has faced lots and lots of different looks and it's been weird and he's managed to pass out some crazy passes. He's been fantastic and he's turned up in the postseason and what they're doing to him is working. He's struggling. Mm-hmm. He, he, you know, he, he's, he's stuck in his own head at the minute. He looked distraught towards the end of the game. He was wandering around, barely looking at the ball. It was not good. So, you know, either they're going to bounce back or they're going home quick. I think it's, I think it's a pivotal game this next game. 100%. I think if we go 100%. down 3-1, we're in like trouble. They, they need to up their game, Randall especially. But uh, I've got to say, though, it's great seeing Rose and Taj Gibson playing up there again. Oh, man. I, did you see the interview with Taj Gibson where he like nearly cried? Uh, I didn't watch it, but I, I, I saw it. I saw oh, it, it was amazing. Like They asked him about it, and he was like, look, I grew up as a kid here, and, I, and playoff time every year was amazing for me as a kid. Looking forward to the Knicks doing the City Proud and he he said that when it, when he worked with Tibbs who was, of course grew up a Knicks fan and used to be assistant coach for the Knicks when they were good back in the 90s he said when they were in the Bulls they used to have private time together where they'd talk and say how much they dreamed that one day maybe they could do it together again and like he was just like and the fact that it's real this is something that doesn't happen and, he's, wow. and he was like I can't put it into words and, he, and his, his voice started to go and you could see like how much it meant to him he has been Amazing, him and yeah, Derek yeah, Rose yeah. have been phenomenal. And I was, I was, you know, I'm, I had my complaints about Derek Rose the first time in New York. I had big time complaints, but he has rebuilt his game. He has been absolutely fantastic. And every time they went on a run and we looked down and out, he would go get a bucket. So respect to both of them, D Rose. This is your moment. Did you see that D Rose put a massive essay on Insta? Of people saying vintage D Rose, he's back to his best, chest. and he was like, "This is rubbish. I'm not dunking on fools anymore. I've rebuilt my game. I've worked hard. I've changed. Don't tell me it's vintage D Rose. It's not. I've worked hard because my body can't be that anymore. You know." And I was like, "Wow, deep thinker, man. He doesn't like people talking about him in simplistic terms. I can respect that." 
Uh, and it's it's. I think everyone, every, every basketball fan, loves D Rose or likes D. No one hates D Rose. It seems. Mm. I wants him to do well, and, and everyone loves watching his game. Yeah. And and he's he's been fantastic. A little like turnaround push shot now that seems to be like a hundred percent. Like he never misses it. It's insane, because it's not a high percentage shot for anyone else in the world. Um, but you know, apart from, me. But apart from you. But the point is, is I think it's time to buy low on the Knicks. They they they're running with house money. You know, no one expected them to do well. If they go home as it's a first round sort of playoff loss, they've had an amazing season. They can't really... I mean, it'd be disappointing if they go out like this with a whimper. But what you've got is a platform, something to build on. Bring someone in, see what you can do. Um, but if I was a betting man, I'd be tempted to bet on the Knicks for the next game. I'd be interested to see the yeah. odds. And what's great with the Knicks is, apart from Rose and Taj, who like the veterans on the team, it's all kind of young guys, isn't it? It's yeah. got a young core. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, kind of, it's almost laid out like a perfect beginning of a championship run team yeah. got the yeah. veteran guys who are leading for now for maybe a year or two maybe take a step back yeah we've got rookies that are up, turning you know? up the rookies have been great weirdly it's our leaders that have kind of done nothing the rookies have been amazing Obi Toppin who's a Brooklyn boy there was I mean it's been really emotional you've had Taj nearly crying there was footage of Obi got this massive dunk in one of the games also he posterized Capella our rookie nice it was nice I'll send, I'll send you the footage it was a nice one but the whole garden started chanting Obi and it cut to his mum in the crowd who's a New Yorker just crying and looking around in shock. I was like, oh, this, this is an amazing moment. It's amazing. So emotional. Um, Tell me, James. Yeah. When was the last time New York won a uh, playoff series? Eight years ago. 2012. Did you win it? 2012. They made it to the second the... round with Mello. Is that the Mello, Chandler, yeah. Smith? And the next yeah, season yeah. was the season where they expected them to go back and they whimpered out in the first round to like Indiana or something and that then the team got blew apart basically. Um, but yeah, 2012, yeah. the kind of first run of that team, uh, the Knicks tape team, I think it had a mom Shumpert and all that, um, made it made it to the second round and it's been a very, very long time waiting with some pretty depressing stuff. But like the scenes in the garden have been very, very entertaining. I wish I was there. Um, but yeah, my, I'd look, obviously I'm biased. I hope I don't see a whimpering thing from the Knicks again, but if I was a betting man, I bet you the odds are attempting to bet on the Knicks to win the next game, just because it's looked pretty bad, and they are a better team than we've seen. So, uh, yeah, yeah that, that's my mini rant over. I'm proud of the Knicks. I don't, if they whimper out, I'm sad, but I'm still proud of them. Okay, well, should be proud. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. Which brings me to your rants, Paul. You don't know you've got any rants, but I'm going to make you have some rants. Are you ready? Me? Ranting? You, you ranting, my friend. So what I'm going to do... Where is it? I've not got my tab open. What am I doing? Very professional, James. Very professional. I've got so many tabs open. I just want the... I just want the list of the players. FYI, I've got the NBA website up and the uh at the moment it's um game four of books versus heat yeah and there's six minutes left in the yeah. final quarter uh but it's close heat are down they're yeah, down but not by closer. much like considering how much they got absolutely rinsed it looks like they put a battle up today and we can review that in future episodes but i'm going to go to each series and just ask you for your predictions okay that's that's I what like your it. rant's yep. going to be you ready so celtics and yep. nets what's going to happen uh nets are going to win 
Probably in five. It might. It depends on Tatum if he can score another 50, 60. But oh, I you think, think it's going to be a gentleman's sweep. The 4-1 gentleman's sweep. Yeah. Yeah, you don't You don't think Celtics can take another game? Uh, they could take one, yeah, but I feel like it's definitely it's five or six, let's be honest. Um, yeah. Uh, it's a shame that Jalen Brown's chance that Boston can shut down the Nets? Sorry, sir. You don't think there's any chance that Boston can shut down the Nets? Nothing they can do? I think Nets can only shut down themselves at this point if they go cold. Yeah. Um, but it's a shame Jalen Brown's not there because I would have like I would have loved an upset on the Nets. Yeah. I mean, I I hate both these teams. So like, <laughs> you know, I like to see them go seven and someone lose. Be fine for me. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I see the logic, and you're probably right to be honest. Uh, Suns and Lakers. What's gonna happen, Paul? Oh, I see. This is annoying because I want Suns so badly. Yeah. So in my mind, I want Suns in six or seven, but in reality, it's probably going to be Lakers, uh, yeah. probably in six. Potential Lakers dream six. scenario: What if the NBA Finals was Nets versus Suns, and Steve Nash had to like be the architect of the Suns still not winning the title? <laughs> it's a great story. It'd be a great story. Um, Sixers and Wizards. Uh, yes, the same Sixers gonna gonna win. Is what is it now? Is it three zero? Or is it two zero? Two zero. Two zero. Okay, I think it's probably gonna be a sweep. But if is Westbrook out? Is that injuries that cause many issues? I don't know. I'll have a quick look. That would that would for sure mean a sweep because Beal's good but not that good. Injury update. <clears throat> He's questionable for game three. Uh, so that means it can't be too serious. It's just questionable. Uh, blah 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 blah. Prompting an high rate Westbrook to kick off. Uh, the fan was ejected and banned. Yes, he was. What can we talk about his injury, please? Uh, Westbrook says is moving front and centre. The point guard did not practice on Friday and is questionable for Saturday. Okay, I reckon it's probably going to be a sweep. And they might take one, but I'm, I'm going to say sweep. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Um, Wizards are a complicated franchise, aren't they? They've got a couple of stars there, one on the trajectory up and one on the trajectory down. and It seems like they're a bit like a group that just get whatever they can at that moment and have got themselves yeah. into the playoffs, but I'm not sure it's built that it well. I like I like their Latvian uh, What's their Latvian lad who's the shooter? I like him a lot. Oh, he came Bert- from the Spurs. Bertans, yeah, I liked him. I actually yeah, wanted Bertans. him to go to the Knicks. He would have been a nice shooter for us, but, you know, we move on. Yeah. Um, okay. Jazz and Grizzlies. Yeah, Jazz will win. Uh, surprisingly, they lost the first game because uh, it's yeah, tied one and one. That. Yeah. Um, but now uh, uh, Mitchell's back. They're a bit mm. strong in offense. Yeah. I'm going to say Jazz in. I'm going to say Jazz in five. I'm going to say Jazz in five. Win. Yeah. Do you think we get to see Jar Morant posterize Rudy Gobert in this series? Oh, I hope so. I Although, hope so do you see the one where where Rudy jumped up and met him? A massive dunk and blocked it. No, so he oh, tried. He tried one. to posterize him. He went at him. Yeah, yeah. He cocked yeah, it nice. back, real far back, and and Gobert. Oh, he went. He went it. for the tomahawk on him. Yeah, he's got him in his sights. He, he wants him, doesn't he? He wants him. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to see that after you know what Rudy did with the stupid stuff with the COVID and the microphones. He's like public enemy number one in the NBA. So I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him on a poster. That'd be nice. Uh, gentleman sweet four one. You saying? 
I reckon so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I got got the groove. And I group. think I think Memphis is going to take another game. You think? I think I think they're a tough team. Like, yeah, they, they deal with adversity well. They're always causing trouble, and Ja Morant is a dog. It's a team for the future for me. Team to mm. watch. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I feel like we're starting to see rivalries build here. I feel like Trey yeah. Young has made himself the enemy of the Garden, so we're going to see Knicks Hawks as like real rivals for a while. I think um, it only takes one issue in any of these games to be like, "That's it, I hate you now," um, and it's all getting a bit chippy. So I, I feel like John Morant's the kind of guy who can make himself an enemy of a team. Hundred percent, great player, absolutely great player. Oh, he's fantastic. Second pick, dude's a monster. Interesting tidbit. Um, second pick that year, John Morant. Third pick that year, RJ Barrett. Both of them in the playoffs. Where's Zion? Uh, in the uh, All-Star game. In the All-Star game. And at home because, I mean, that team should be in the playoffs. They're such a good team. Yes. Their coach is crap. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. Um, but, you know, that's just an aside... Uh, Clips and Mavs, Paul. You give me a biased answer or a logical answer? <laughs> Mavs and four. No. Um, Mavs and four. <laughs> even though they've lost yeah. one. <laughs> they play so even well. Though. I, I, oh, you know what? Before they restarted, I would have said Clippers in six. I'd have said but Clippers in five. Gentlemen, sweet. Really? Mm. Uh, now I'm thinking. I, I honestly, I don't know. This is the most. Unknown for me because Clippers should be a lot better, but they're not, and I don't know why. You can't predict Luca. Uh, the dude's a superstar, and he's he's a yeah. maverick. I was about to say he's a maverick, like with the description. Maverick. <laughs> he is a maverick of a maverick. Um, he is by definition a maverick. Like he seems to be able to do a lot, and in the moment he'll just react to whatever is happening. Yeah. He reads the game so well that you know you never know which game he's going to steal in the final seconds. Um, I'm now, finding that one hard to predict. Me too. As much as I want to say Mavs is in six or seven, I feel like it might go to seven games, and I think the Clippers might get it, you know. Yeah. Do you know what? I'd like, this seven. I'd like to see this series go seven, because I just want to see those moments at the end of the game where Luca's got the ball and to see what the hell happens, because he's got that lovely kind of gentle cross left to right, lulling him to sleep, then for, he'll step forward, he'll do a like a drag back crossover into a step back create amazing separation and drop like a deep dagger three and you're like what has he just done like the dude looks like he eats toast all day like what's happening but yeah the dude the dude's a monster so yeah I'd like to see that go seven I do think it'll go six now at least I I think I think this is going to go back and forth and I think a lot of it depends on Tim Hardaway Jr. not going cold and uh, KP being useful I don't think he can be the, the megastar he could have been yeah. because of the injury now, but he's got to be a good player. He has to be a good NBA player. If they turn up... I agree. They've got a I chance. Uh, we've talked about Lakers and Suns, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Nuggets and Blazers. This, to me, is the most annoying series because I love both teams. Yeah, me too. I want both to go through. Yeah. I want Lakers... To not be there and these both teams to go through. That's what yeah. I, I, I really want. Because um, mm-hmm. I want the, the Blazers to do it because they're a good team and they deserve to do mm-hmm. it. But yeah. Nuggets are better and I want Nuggets to, to potentially get to the finals this year. Yeah. So I'm going to say Nuggets. I'm going to say yeah. in... Uh, 
uh, six or I seven. Think, yeah, I'm I, think, nuggets I think this six. one could be a long one. Yeah. Um, I do think the Nuggets will go through. I, I don't want them to. I, I want the Blazers to go through. And I'm really conflicted on that because I think Nuggets play more interesting basketball, more modern, different, hard to predict. Jokic is such an interesting player. He's it, almost nonsensical at times. Uh, but I want Melo in a final. I want Dame in a final. I want CJ in a final. You know. Yeah. I, this is um, Melo's last run. I'd love to. I'd love to see him get a ring or at least a finals appearance. He's too good to never have appeared in a final. I feel like Nuggets. Uh, it's a shame that their point guard. What's he called? Um, oh, Mur- the Canadian. Murray? Yeah. Jam- uh, is it Jamal Murray? What's his first name? Yeah. I think he's it's a shame he, he's obviously injured, and that yeah. it might mean the difference between. Second yeah. round or and he's one who it, took you know? pressure shots quite well. Like he's hit some big yeah. threes in pressure scenarios. I like him a lot. Um, I do. Th- I do think Nuggets will go through because I just think that there's actually no way to stop Jokic. Like as a coach, like what what do you do? I've seen him, you know, pivot fifteen times, have double pressure on him, do a weird jumping, turning, fading, wrist only hoist, and score yeah. a three from it. And not be surprised and just like, well, like okay. yeah. Like, I, what do you do with that? The dude is a you can't, you can't guard a shot. That's like Steph like, Curry level you know, I, unguardable. You know how um, Dirk obviously did the the fade away, the yeah. knee out, yeah. shooting up high to get away. Yeah. Jokic can Jokic can just just shoot up high, no fade. Just, just... Wrist only behind his head. Yeah, yeah. A I, big I, guy I, will have his hand in his face, hand in there, and he won't even move. Just go. Yeah, he doesn't Shoot. care. Just just does it anyway. And and because he's such a good passer and pivot mover, you step off him and he shoots it. You step into him, he finds someone cutting because the coaching is done so well around him that the whole team knows how to play off him and and he's just a fantastic player. Um I mean he was taken silly late in the draft as well, wasn't he? I forget the so number, he, but yeah, he's he's turned up. So yeah, I, I do think Nuggets is going through. He's my MVP. I, I picked that near the start of the season and I think it's still gonna happen. If Nuggets sure. go far, well, I mean, it's, you're not supposed to take the playoffs into account, are you? Uh, I agree. Uh, I agree. I, th- I think he's the MVP as well. Um, there's only one more to talk about, Paul. Hawks, Knicks. What's happening? Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, mm. I left I, it till I last. Totally forgot. Mm. Uh, you know what? It, on paper, it looks like the Hawks have probably moved through because, as you said before, they're they're built. They built for it, didn't they? They had a good yeah. core and then they got loads of free agents in. Yeah. And they were meant They've to be good. Lou Will, who said good. he was going to retire because Atlanta's yeah. his home team. He went there and he's basically leading the bench. They've got Gallinari. They've got Bogdanovich. They've got Tony Snell. They've got, uh, what's his name, Hunter, who was like a first round. They've got Onyeka Okongwu, who's a great defender. They've got Trey Young. They've got, uh, what's a... Uh, uh, what's his face Collins who was basically fouled out of all the games scoring like three points it's been pretty funny uh, but like it is a they are a loaded team yeah 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 they're, they're a really good team so they should go through I I think I would love a game seven with this one especially D. Rose D. Rose is the sort of guy who rises game seven in the garden with the Knicks with like a chip on their shoulder it'd be it'd be interesting does I know? I think Knicks might win it if it goes seven in the Garden. Yeah. But I reckon it'll be Hawks and six. That's what I'm going to say. I, I I think you're probably right. I hope you're not. Um, honestly, if if the Knicks lose the next game, it could be it could be Hawks and five. Yeah. If if the Knicks lose the next one, especially if they lose it in the manner they lost the last one, it's done. 
it's done. Um, that brings us, Paul, to um, our final segment of the podcast. We've not done this in a very long time. You know what time it is, don't you, Paul? What time is what it? Time is go, 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 game time! time. Game time! Game time! It's been a while. Yes. I love game time. Uh, Do you know what? I love it so much, I'm doing the jingle again. Uh, uh, what time is what it? Time is go, 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 game time! Game time! Okay, I'm ready. Time. Can help. Yeah. Uh, I've got the games this week, James. Yeah, the, ga- the games for James. Let's do it. Games for James. Um... I thought I'm trying to think of a theme, and of course this is our this is our comeback podcast after a little break off. So I've done a comeback themed game, if you okay. like. Okay. Okay. Um, so initial two questions are a bit of a quiz, quiz okay. your knowledge, and we uh-huh. my, my stats. Here we are. Okay. Oh, uh, James, what is the greatest comeback in a regular season game of all time? Oh wow! Great question. I'll give you hints if you want it, because it's quite Yeah, difficult. hints. I, I don't know, so hint me. Would you like to know the teams or the era? Oh, the era. It is the 90s. Mid-90s. The mid-90s, and the greatest comeback. So they've come back from like being way down. I want you to guess the points as well. So you can guess. Do you want to guess points first? Sure. Um... Oh, it's quite hard. Yeah. Am I guessing how much they were down by? Yeah, so at one point in the game, they were down by a certain amount, and then they ended up winning it. Down by 31. 36. Ooh, okay. That is a, that is, that's a big comeback. Okay. Pretty good. Uh, I'm going to say... Wait, give me a clue. Is it early 90s or late 90s? It's mid. Oh, that's annoying. Um, <laughs> right. I'm gonna say it. Can I can I have two guesses? You can. Can I name two? I'm gonna say it's either the Phoenix Suns, the Charles Barkley Phoenix Suns, or it's the uh, the the run. What was it? The run DNA or whatever they were called. Uh, Warriors that had like um, those those three players, including what's his face with the buzz cut. You are wrong on both accounts. Uh, I'll give on. you another hint. These teams are based in, based not on the coast, in the centre of the city, um, of the, the country, the and country. also quite hilly. Uh, Denver? Yes, Denver, that's one of them. Hilly. Indiana? Fail. Milwaukee? It was the, it Utah. Was the jazz. Utah. Utah jazz. So it was the so, Malone and Stockton Jazz. Did they come back or were they come back on? Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, Jazz were down at half time, 70 to 36. Wow. Yeah. And they won it 107 to 103. So. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. John Stockton's a machine. It was uh, Jeff Hornacek as well in that team. Good shooter. Terrible coach. Um <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, I failed at that. What's your next question, Paul? <laughs> Very similar. The greatest comeback of all time in a playoff game. God damn, this is a hard quiz. I'm going to give you era again. I should give the year. Okay. Mm. This is recent. This is 2019. Oh, okay. April 5th. Sorry, 15th. 19. 
Oh, trying to remember. So that's the last playoffs pre-bubble. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I watched a lot of those playoffs. <laughs> oh, I'm so annoyed now. I hate you so much. Um, who was good that year? Uh, Toronto. No. This the year LeBron missed the playoffs with his with his Lakers. I don't think he was there, uh, was he? Oh, I think it might be. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not. Now, I'll tell you, it is. Uh, it was two West teams. Let me come back in the West. Oh, Blazers. Ah, right. I give in. Uh, Go on. It's the Clippers and Warriors. Oh, okay. I do not remember this. Guess the points. What do you think? I've no idea, and it's because I really didn't really watch the Warriors. Uh, once is this when KD was there? Once KD moved uh, there, I didn't really watch the Warriors because I found them quite boring. Even though it was all very elegant and stuff, I liked yeah. the magic of the Splash Brothers and Draymond. And I didn't like that they moved away from that. I didn't like watching them anymore. I think I, think I was actively watching Toronto, with... so I didn't see much of the playoffs that weren't Toronto, to be honest. And Blazers because I usually watch the Blazers. Uh, so honestly, I've not a clue. Put me out of my misery. 31 points. You were right last time. Oh, goddamn. Yeah, yeah I totally meant uh, it for this, this is crazy. question. This is crazy because the Clippers Clippers were down uh, with 7.31 minutes left in the third quarter. 94 to 63 and they won. Ooh. Quarter Ooh. and a half. That is brutal. Yes. That's I'd insane. be packing my bags and going home with that amount of time left. Like, yeah, we done. Yeah. Let's get... Let's, like, we, we so done. We just we done. Nice. Um, I've got two. I've come more questions for you now, which are a bit easier. You should get oh, these right. Yes. Quick fire. Uh, yeah. Which NBA player has retired three times? Oh, uh, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. That's right. Well yeah. done. Uh, who came back from retirement in 1996 for one season? Very famous player. 96 for one season. Magic? It was magic, yes, yeah. after HIV and all that. I vaguely yeah. remember. It was after the All-Star game, wasn't it? And people were like, oh, he's still got it. He could play. Yeah, yeah. He had an All-Star appearance, yeah. Now, this is a uh, tenuous connection to uh, the comeback. <laughs> Who has a better step back, Harden or Dame? <laughs> a better one? Like, more effective? A better or... step back. Well, How are we defining better? however you want to define it is it more effective is it more stylish is it legal I don't know I mean how have you established your answer is there stats or is this just your shout this <laughs> is my shout okay um, yeah right I think probably statistically Harden's is better because he uses it so much and swishes so many threes but I think Dame uses it he, do- he doesn't do quite the same step back he's more like that side step to his strong side because he's right handed and he steps to the right but he does it in key moments for Dame time. So I'm going to say Dame. You are spot on. I have the same thought process. Like Dame, mm. he, he'll he'll win a game when I step back. Harden will just yeah. do it, just whatever. Yeah. Um, but which is better now, Dame or Lucas? Currently, it's still Dame. But if Luca wins some key games with it, he did. He, there was definitely one in the bubble last year. Where was it? The Clippers or someone? where he did that kind of big step back three and put everyone on notice. Um, 
It's still Dame because Luca hasn't won, hasn't made it effective enough yet. But if he does, I mean, oh my god, it's going to be a big deal because he's still young, man. He's still young. Yeah. You don't look it, but he is. Yeah. Oh, now god. I've got some questions. Not really that game timey, but let's pretend they are. Um, <laughs> let's just pretend. You classy podcast. Who would you rather be? Who would you rather be moving moving forward with the current teams? The Nuggets or the Trailblazers? The Nuggets. Yeah. And I think it's quite an easy an easy answer. I think Blazers' window go. of opportunity is closing, but the Nuggets is just opening. Well there you go. Mm-hmm. Who would you rather be? The Suns or the Jazz? Ooh, that's tough. I really mm-hmm. love Donovan Mitchell, but I really hate Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I know you do. I'd rather be the Suns. I think yeah, okay. they've got a lot of pieces. I think we're going to see you know them continue to rise. Yeah, I I think I agree because there's a lot of tension in the Jazz where it seems like they're not friends anymore, and then they lose key games I feel like yeah. they're not yeah. as good they're almost like the Atlanta Hawks of 2014 or whatever it was mm. when they were like top seed and mm. got swept yeah. in the um, finals bad vibes mm. Uh, mm. my final one mm-hmm. okay who would you rather be me or you me <laughs> you rather be me oh that's nice of you yeah yeah that's right would you rather be the Wizards or the Kings oh (laughs) what do the Kings even have at this point who's the Kings I'm not sure oh they've got um, DeAndre uh, Buddy Heald and DeAndre what's his face Fox he's actually a really good backcourt actually oh Fox of course yeah Fox is great Um, I think I'd rather be the Kings Despite the obvious curse that's on them, mm. I think they have more going forwards because Bradley Beal ain't staying there for long. And Russ is just... I nearly said Russ isn't a winner, and that's harsh because he's really competitive. He himself is a winner. I think if there were a one-on-one tournament, he'd beat anyone in the league. But it's so hard to build a team around him that is going to win consistently. Because I just think he's a two guard. I don't think he's a point guard. Yeah, no, I agree. So there you go. Is that a hot take? I think that's probably a hot take, Paul. Hot take, baby. Ooh, that's hot, that's hot, that's hot. It's hot. It's, 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 it's depressingly hot. Mm. Right, Paul? Have we come to the end they of our episode? Games. Yeah. Well, those are good games. Uh, I feel dumber having got so many wrong. Uh, thank no, you for they that, were Paul. tough. They were toughies. Do you know what was going through my head every time I guessed and got it wrong? Elimination. Elimination. <laughs> Do you know what I was thinking Maybe about you? One big, could be all one big conspiracy. 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 <laughs> Just wanted to hear it. That was it. I, I, I had actually pressed play on that exact one before you said it. I was like, ah, oh, great minds. Great minds, <laughs> my friend. Right. So uh, I think we'll call it there. It's been an extra long episode, but it's been a long time since we uh, we had an episode. I'm about to get in trouble for delaying dinner so long. 
Um, but it's always fun talking with you. Uh, big shout out to our audience and to any students of mine. Hello. Um, and we'll be back around throughout the playoffs, I think, now that I've moved and I've got myself back. So until next time, which will hopefully be very soon, what should they do, Paul? Get some damn buckets. Get buckets. <laughs>